Welcome to Alibi Radio, where we support you in your business and life. Listen in each week for episodes on how to grow your business, tips from successful business owners, answers to your burning business questions, and much more. Join our Alibi Hive, and we will help you and your business grow. I'm your host, Brooke Markovicius, founder and CEO of Alibi, a SaaS solution for freelancers to manage their business and get work brought to them. We are the solution for stress-free freelancing and the hub of the best vetted workforce around. I took my years of freelance, startup, and brick-and-mortar experience and merged it with my technical background and skills to create Alibi. My hope is that this podcast will bring you actionable tips, tricks, and tools to help you gain momentum in your business and life. Let's get into the buzz of the week. Welcome back, everybody, to LOB Radio. I'm so excited to have a wonderful guest here today that I'm going to introduce in just a minute. I know that we are just getting started back with the season here at LOB. This is our season six, and you have listened to um, probably one or two episodes at this point of the season, but we're really excited to have Cassandra Rosa here today and welcome her to the LOB Radio podcast. She is a business coaching, Reiki expert, and award-winning speaker, award-winning winning author of the book, Now What? Create the Clarity to Achieve Your Dreams. And she's also a podcast host of personal development and business podcast called Clarity Conversations, which I love interviewing authors and podcast hosts because they have so much to bring to the table and share with you and especially really great tips and tricks to help you achieve your dreams, which hopefully we'll figure out um, some of those today. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Yeah. So I love to know a little bit more about everybody's journey that comes onto this podcast because it always gives us a good starting point. And I get to know a little bit about who you are outside of that bio that we all have. Um, So I'd love to know a little bit more about your journey and how you got into coaching. I always Mm -hmm. think that's a really fun story to hear. Yeah, I love to hear them too, you know, hearing different people's stories uh, is so inspirational. So from a really young age, I knew I wanted to make a difference in the world. It was like a saying that would go through my mind and I didn't know what that meant. I thought maybe I'll be a teacher or a psychologist because I love giving advice. And come the time university came around and you had to figure out the rest of your life, I thought, okay, let me get into psychology. And halfway through my degree, I felt this gut instinct that there was something more for me. I didn't want to be in school for 12 years to become a doctor of psychology. And I had what I called my now what moment. What am I supposed to do with my life? I feel like there's something more for me. So I ended up doing some volunteer work in Africa and mentoring kids in an after-school program. And I absolutely fell in love with mentorship. And I thought, Is there a way I can make this into a career? Giving people advice, guiding them was just so fulfilling for me. But returning from the trip, I thought, you know, I had to do things the mainstream way, make money, and then you can make a foundation one day. So I got into the corporate world. I was doing really, really well. But again, I found myself having this inkling to do more. I would daydream when I would do my cold calling about traveling and helping people, as simple as that may be. And I don't know if I was just young and naive, but I ended up just after about six months deciding, nope, I need to go and follow my dream, even though I don't know exactly what that means. Left corporate, got some sales and marketing jobs, and kind of fell into personal development. 
really started to work on myself. And I realized, wow, this could be the way that I could make a difference in people's lives. This is the mentorship, like what happened in Africa. This is like the perfect medley of the psychology and the teaching. So I applied it for myself. I launched my business in 2019. And in six months, I was full-time and grabbed my laptop and left my full-time and started to travel and mentor people. And yeah, long story short, that's my story. (laughs) That's awesome. I love hearing people's stories because there's always these like little stepstones that get you to where you're going. And um, I think that a lot of times people will put like coaches or leaders up on a pedestal, but we've been exactly where, you know, everybody is that's listening and we've experienced those things that have helped us ask those questions or have that now what moment, um, in our lives. And so I love to hear how, how people kind of dove in. And obviously that's how you attract people too, that are going to, um, love working with you and getting mentorship and coaching from you. That's awesome. Well, what's one thing that you wish you had known when you began your career? So obviously your career didn't start in coaching, but um, what's something that you feel like you you wish you had known when you were starting out there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, you know, really went through imposter syndrome. It was like a really big thing for me. I remember thinking I had to be Tony Robbins to be a coach. Like, why would someone want to work with little old me when you could work with the big, great people? And it really had me be in this headspace and doing this song and dance of not really showing up fully and holding myself back. Um, So that was something that definitely I battled in the beginning. And I really wish that I knew back then that you just need to be a few steps ahead of people Mm -hmm. to be able to help them on their journey. Um, sometimes it creates that authenticity and that connection, kind of like what you were speaking to, um, which really can be enough to be able to help people. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, that's that's so true. I think so many people deal with that imposter syndrome, um, whether we're seen so much on social media or, you know, we have put these people like Tony Robbins and others, you know, on a pedestal and the reality is, is that they have imposter syndrome too, <laughs> no matter how big that they have gotten. Um, but there's plenty of ways to work through it. And also people don't always, you know, jive with the Tony Robbins of the world or bigger, you know, names out there. And obviously, if, as they have gotten bigger, they have less time to coach one-on-one or to support. And so there needs to be people in the world. I I know that here at Alubi, I always, um, as we're building this tech startup, like there's so many startups out there. There's so many companies that are working on similar things as us. And there's good reason for that. Um, But I always have to remind myself of like that macro, that bigger view of like, okay, but there are like 43% of women are leaving the workforce and like a quarter of the workforce left in the pandemic. Like there's so many reasons why we still need to build. And I think that's, it happens even for the very smallest business owners. Like there's someone that needs your specific information and knowledge and support um, that is out there listening and you just need it. It's just kind of stepping out of yourself just a little bit to, to put yourself out there and someone will listen. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 
So what is the biggest challenge that you faced as an entrepreneur? So you started into coaching. Maybe there was that imposter syndrome, but has there been a challenge that really, you know, you kind of hit up against a wall or there was a really big struggle since you went out on your own in 2019? And just how did you overcome that? And what did you learn from that? I found something that was really big for me and for a lot of my clients is figuring out what you're going to offer. You know, sometimes when you go into a lot of these business courses, they make you think of the avatar that's outside of yourself. You know, where are they hanging out? What's an age? Put a name for the person. Um, And I had done that at first. And when I initially launched, I'm going to admit it was crickets because it was something outside of myself. It was just little sprinkle parts of me versus really being my person, you know, being that. Uh, client myself. So once I started to acknowledge and realize that you're really creating your offering for a prior version of yourself that needed to know all that you know now, things felt so much more authentic for me. And I started to attract so many people like where I was just a few steps behind. And I think that it really allowed me to have a deeper connection and understanding of what my client was going through. And it really allowed me to integrate all parts of myself into my business. When I initially launched, it was like goal setting and stuff like that. And as I really started to connect with my truest offering that I have now, a lot of my intuitive gifts and tools like card reading and meditation integrated to my business. And it became a smash hit for all the people that I've worked with. Alibi is your ticket to stress-free freelancing. Our goal is to save you time so you can make more money. We are built by freelancers for freelancers, and we want to make onboarding your clients, tracking work, invoicing, scheduling meetings, subcontracting work, everything you need to run a business, simple. Alibi Plus is all of your business management tools consolidated into one simple-to-use platform. We don't want to just stop at helping you manage your current clients. We also want to give you the ability to get match for work and bring clients to you or short on-demand jobs that you can pick up in your dashboard. Ready to simplify your life and business and snag a tax write-off before the year ends? Head over to allobee.com slash plus. To sweeten the deal, as a listener, you can now get one month free of our standard level and get started right. Just use code ALOBE Radio, all caps, A L L O B E E R A D I O, today and join the ALOBE family. Yeah, oh, I, I love that. I think that a lot of times people look at maybe those more intuitive tools as like a this or that, like that it can't be like, you can't be woo woo and you can be like a a business owner um, and and like build in a certain way. I think I was listening to, I think it was Jenna Kutcher's podcast recently, but um, she was talking a little bit about this too, that people kind of put you in that box of whatever. And it's so not true because why would you not use some, it's like any tool, it's any tool that you might use. Maybe you're using an automation tool for your business, but also an intuitive tool can be just as powerful um, for that. And I know that I found more intuitive tools a lot earlier on in my business because I started freelancing and more solo entrepreneurship before I went into building a tech company. 
And I found that they were super beneficial. But then when I started hanging out with the more tech crowd, they were like, what are you talking about? What is this? You know, like, so it was definitely you get pushed back in certain things. Um, but people are super attracted to that. So maybe somebody that is in business and struggling with imposter syndrome, they hear your story and then they're like, oh, wow, one of the ways that I can work with her is through these intuitive tools. Um, I think that that's really powerful when we can bring in tools that have worked for us that can help others and and do different things. I know one of the tools that I was a desire map facilitator years ago, and I still use that same practice every year. We do a desire map thing for our freelancers here at Alibi and our business owners because it was a tool that worked for me and always works for me every year. Um, but it's not like our normal programming, quote unquote. Um, but we found that that was really valuable. So I I think that bringing in those intuitive tools or more like body focus before business um, is essential. And I think there's more and more people that are realizing that um, and seeing that like that hustle culture is just dying out and that we have to bring in and bring in other stuff, which I guess this is not a question that I put on um, put on the list, but I was reading an article today um, and it made me think of it now that we're having this conversation. It was all about ambition for females. And um, it was in Elle magazine, but it was talking about the fact that the hustle culture is dying out and the girl boss concept is dying out. Um, and something I've been like against for a long time, not that it's fine, go for it. And I hustle plenty. Um, but I knew, and maybe it's because I started my business when I, when I became a mom at like, that's when I went into that. And I knew that I just couldn't give, but so much, and I needed to make sure that I protected my energy in many ways. Um, but I'd love to talk a little bit about like, has that concept of ambition changed going into being a business owner for you? Um, have you, you know, kind of changed that concept of ambition versus going into corporate versus going into mm-hmm. being a business owner? Yeah, I love how you bring that up, you know, being in the corporate culture and like the traditional ways of making money with the nine to five, mm-hmm. it's hustle, 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 go, go, go. And I kind of applied that for my first year of business and I burnt mm-hmm. out big time because I felt mm-hmm. like I had to do all the things. I self-judged myself for taking those moments of stillness and pause and integration. Um, So I think that that was one of the biggest lessons that I learned early on in my business is that it's important to balance your energies, to be in that fun, intuitive, meditative, you know, creative flow state, as well as taking the action based on where your intuition guides you. Um, So yeah, and I think the ambition piece of the definition of that initially in my business, you know, I talk about this a lot in my book, there's something that I call like destination syndrome. When you're so obsessed with your goals and your dreams and the things on the vision board, um, that that's when you'll be happy and fulfilled when you achieve those things. And as the pandemic went on, in the past few years, I've really started to redefine what fulfillment and ambition and goal setting means to me so that I can anchor in those feelings of uh, fulfillment and happiness and bliss every step of the journey instead of waiting to have the thing to have those, all of those feelings. Um, and it's just been a different experience. It's been more fun and enjoyable instead of 
reaching so far for something and feeling that disconnection in the present moment. Mm, yes, for sure. I I love that. And it's so easy to get off chart and off track with that and not not focusing on um, the destination and the, the path that makes you feel good. Um, and, you know, I always say I left my my nine to five for more flexibility and freedom. But for years, I didn't find that flexibility and freedom. Um, and it's usually my my North Star guide of if I'm feeling off of that, like, is it I'm feeling off of my mission and my vision? Um, I know that you you talk about too, just creating like that impactful business or create a business you daydream about. Um, and I think that that is so valuable. I led a retreat one time and it was the title of the retreat was dreams um, because so often women don't dream anymore. We don't dream about the big things or we're dreaming about very like superficial dreams. It's not the, the ultimate, like, how does that make us feel? How do we want to feel in this space and time? And Whenever um, I talk to business owners and they feel overwhelmed or stuck, it's often because they got off that path. They they got off of that path of that dream, um, and they're stuck. and And I know that that you talk about that quite a bit in in your work too. Um, so that kind of brings me to another question of. If you are feeling, you know, stuck and and not sure, maybe you've started this business, maybe you're going in a, a direction that you felt was that confident, impactful, great vision and purpose, but you feel stuck now. What's a really good tool that you have in your toolbox or and mm-hmm. that you've used um, that helps you kind of get over that hump and out of that being stuck? Mm-hmm. So a couple things come to mind. Uh, especially with what we just talked about, um, kind of making the goal stepping into a certain state. Um, So for example, you know, say that you want to have more joy and bliss in your life and freedom. How can I have those feelings now? What is it that I can do in my day-to-day life that is such a small thing that will allow me to feel that? Um, Just so you get out of your head and you feel more of what you want to feel because that's when the clarity will come. If you're just trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out from the mental point of view, um, it's not going to flow as easily when you're in this like natural state. So I think that's really, really um, important when you're trying to get unstuck, get out of your head and get into the simple state of feeling good as cliche as it may seem. That is great. Yeah. That is great advice. I think that, you know, being stuck is the the way that so many businesses just stop. And I think that's unfortunate, especially because there's so many amazing women out there that are creating businesses. Um, but we we so often can just get stuck in that. And either we're, we've lost that confidence or that clarity. Um, so it's great when we can, uh, you know, share tools like that to get us kind of back back in and, and figuring out which direction to go. Um, I know that you have, um, you know, you could probably share a million resources with us <laughs> and all of that while we're, we're chatting today. But is there a resource as you've become a business owner and worked with other business owners that has really helped you along the way um, that's something that we could um, share with our, our listeners today? Mm-hmm. I think it's mentorship. 
-hmm. It's being really clear of what's something that you want support with and going on Instagram or talking to a friend and being led to a guide that you can walk into their footsteps to help them achieve what they want to achieve. Um, I know different parts of my journey. I needed help with Facebook ads. So I worked with a Facebook ad coach and it helped me to dissolve the timeline, you know, with copy, writing social media posts. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just being really clear about what you want support with and just putting it out there, keeping your eyes open to whether it's a traditional form of mentorship or coaching with a coach, or even if it's just coming across an author that wrote a book about it to get you started. Yeah, for sure. I think that mentorship is so powerful and it doesn't have to be in the same format that we always think it is. It can be listening to a podcast, like you said, or a book or anything um, that's out there we can we can find mentorship for. But I love that that's a good resource. I agree. That's definitely a good one for people to have. Well, I know we talked a little bit about imposter syndrome and, you know, kind of getting back on path and, and figuring out where, where your vision is. But I think one, one thing that um, we don't talk enough about as business owners is our failures. And I think that's for various reasons, whether we, you know, obviously are ashamed of them in some way, or we don't want to um, talk about them to others. So we don't appear as, you know, put together and ready to take on clients or whatever it might be. But um, I think we can learn so much from our failures, both personally and letting other people know that like, hey, I've been there. Like I, that happened to me. Like I, I chose that. And make, I made a bad decision on this one, but I learned from it. Um, so what is your biggest failure um, so far as a business owner? And what did you learn from it? Yeah. You know, I remember having launches and I didn't hit the numbers that I wanted to have. And it felt like such a big failure and it kind of led into self-sabotage and actually redefined what those instances that we would label as failure as pointing me in the right direction. So I wouldn't be so hard on myself in those times. So I think it's really looking at when your expectations aren't met and you feel like you failed. It's kind of redefining those instances as learning opportunities that can point you in the right direction. So I've had some launches that I didn't hit the humongous goals that I had, but it made me realize, you know, certain parts of my messaging that I had to pivot or, um, you know, the energetics behind showing up in the launch or when my ego got activated and made me sit down instead of show up and shine. So mm-hmm. if there's ever instances that you feel like you failed, it's just the expectations that you set weren't meant, weren't met. Um, and it gives you this opportunity to look for the lesson and shift accordingly. Mm, yes. I love that. Yeah, that's I think a lot of times when you put so much energy into a launch um, or anything that we're putting out into the world and universe, like we are stuck on what that achievable goal that we have set. And maybe it's not necessarily achievable. And sometimes we've done everything that we can do, but some macro thing in the world is happening and it's just not, you know, the the right timing or the Facebook health algorithm changes or whatever it might be. Um, But in those times, I always just try to remind myself, like, control the controllable and let the rest go. Like, we just, we can't. um, But we learn from it, like you said, um, and it helps us to move forward. That's that's really great advice. Um, So two more questions for you. The first one is, what's your favorite quote? I always like hearing this from people. 
Yeah. So I think it's completely connected with what we've talked about today. I love that alignment, but life is a journey. It's not a destination. I think in business, it's easy for us to be caught up in these enormous goals of the people that you want to impact, the money that you want to make, the numbers you want to have, and you know, feeling that fulfillment, joy, bliss, achievement, success, abundance once you have that. But it's really looking into the gratitude and the presence of the stepping stones and the milestones that you achieve along the way and really basking in that feeling and that gratitude. Um, I love that one. That's a favorite of mine too. I think that we oftentimes are so focused in that, that day to day that we just need to pull out, like just look at, look at it as a big picture and, and know that this little destination that we're in right now is just a part of that, that bigger journey. That's wonderful. Well, one question I ask everybody um, at the end of an episode is just how are you going to create momentum in the rest of 2022? I love to hear how people are, you know, showing up in the world, doing great things, and that that looks different for everybody. And so letting people know, you know, maybe it's planning. That was the last guest I interviewed. That was how um, she's going to create momentum because she knows that if she plans well, then she'll have more success in her business. So what is the way that you're going to create? more momentum for the rest of the year? Um, Intuitive decision-making. So on my meditation every day, just asking like, what am I meant to do today that's going to allow me to serve and impact more people? And once I hear the guide, it's taking the action accordingly. I found when my life and in my business, when I followed my gut, I followed the intuitive guidance. It allowed me to achieve what I want in my vision, but also allow me to help more and more people. Yeah. Oh, yes. I love that. And I am going to take that, that advice and try to do more intuitive decision-making too. I think it's the hardest thing as you start scaling your business to, um, to continue to tune back into that intuitive nature. You also lose a lot of your creativeness as you grow because more and more people are helping you and you're having to make different decisions. And I think that's something that oftentimes you can lose as you grow your business. So, um, But it's the most valuable tool that we have is being able to listen inside. So thank you so much. This has been so fun. Um, I've learned stuff and I've enjoyed getting to have a conversation with you. We'll definitely have to have you back at some point um, to chat with our our listeners. And I just wanted to um, give you a second to tell us about anything that is coming up in your business that the listeners might like to hear. And then we'll definitely link to everything in the show notes all about you and where to find you. Um, But if there's anything going on in your business, feel free to share it right now so we can get it out to the listeners. Yeah. So I am open for enrollment for my Fulfilled Femme Entrepreneur course. Um, which is a three to six months course um, that really allows you to create fulfilling lives and businesses with clarity and confidence. Um, So I do have some spaces available for the one-on-one format for that. Um, You can get more information on my website at CassandraRosa.com or connect with me on Instagram and my handle is CassandraRosaA. 
Awesome. We'll definitely go and check her out. I always love doing interviews with coaches because this is the best way that you can get a little insight into who someone is by listening to more of their story, how they interact, their thought process. And this is the best way to kind of get to know different coaches. So if she is somebody that um, aligns with you and your needs, then definitely reach out to her. But we'll link everything in the show notes. And thank you again for being here today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Alibi Radio. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. If you are needing support to scale your business simply, head over to Allobee.com. That is A-L-L-O-B-E-E.com. Get $50 off your first service with code RADIO50. That's R-A-D-I-O 50. Until next week, take action and gain momentum in your business and life.